With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 98th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. We're speaking about the concept of miracles. We said that God set up in the creation and the world special laws of nature, the laws that we experience, the laws that we see. And generally the world runs according to those laws. However, Hashem in His infinite ability has the ability at any point, at any time, if He chooses to break those laws, to to circumvent those laws, to run the world in a different way. That's what we refer to as a miracle, something which is clearly above the laws of nature. So Hashem, generally speaking, does not want to do these miracles. Generally speaking, so He set up the rules of nature as they are. Clearly, these are the best rules in order for the world to run it as it's supposed to run. However, that's not going to stop Him from on occasion, despite the fact that He prefers that it run that way. Nevertheless, on occasion, He will break those rules, and it's going to be called a miracle. Now, there are different times when God decides that He wants to perform a miracle. Sometimes He'll do it because He wants to show the truth of His divine providence and His ability. And sometimes He'll do it because there's a certain story, a certain action, a certain uh, event that's taking place that requires this miracle. But in any event, the true character of that miracle, so sometimes it's apparent, it's clear from what's going on, why the miracle is occurring. And sometimes it will be something which is more on the side of the nister, it's more hidden, something that involves the hidden nature of God's providence. And sometimes it will be something that has nothing to do with anything that we can understand at all. In any event, there are different reasons and different ways of us perceiving these miracles. Another thing that he says is that sometimes Hashem gives the ability, God gives the ability to certain people, those who are His servants, those who are close to Him, to be able to perform miracles as well. And the reason that He does this, says the Ramchal, is to show His love for these people, that He gives them the power to have control over the entire Bria, the entire creation. Now according to their level of closeness to God, that's going to determine how much power they have in order to be able to do these miracles and these wonders. Now one of the ways that God made it possible to do these miracles was that He imbued in His names he wants it to be called by many different names, and each of these names has a different power. When a person mentions these names with the right intentions, with the right pronunciations, etc., so he has the ability to bring down a certain divine influx down from above, and that has the power to be able to perform certain miracles. Now the Ramchal continues in a new section, we're going to speak about the concept of the Torah Shabbat and Shas. Torah Shabbat means the Oral Law and the Talmud. And it's important that we understand before we even begin what the Ramchal has to say, it's important that we understand that at Mount Sinai, at Har Sinai, so Hashem gave Moshe Rabbeinu, God gave to Moses the five books of Moses, which was eventually written down. That's what's contained within the Torah scroll that we have today, that is in every single synagogue, every shul. And besides for that though, God, along with that, gave an extensive oral law that went along, which explains the five books of Moses, explains all the different laws that apply, all the different derivations, all the ways of deriving things from the verses themselves, and all of the different laws. We have many, many different laws that the Torah will sometimes encapsulate in a few different, a few words. And nevertheless, it's really an extensive law. So like, for instance, the Torah says you have to put on tefillin. But the Torah doesn't say exactly what tefillin are. So that's why we have an oral law to explain all the different uh, detailed laws that are involved in every single mitzvah that's included in the five books of Moses. So these traditions, these laws, these details were all handed down from one person to the other, from one great rabbi, leading rabbi, one from one to the other. And, and eventually, so it came to a certain point in history where the, the laws were about to be forgotten. So the great rabbis, they got together and they wrote them down. First they wrote it into the Mishnah, which was a, a very concise version of the oral law. And Parts of it, the extensive version of it, remained oral, but eventually that, that too is going to be forgotten. So eventually that was written into the Talmud. That's what we have today, which is the Gemara, the Talmud, and all of its commentaries.
Now let's see how the Ramchal explains this idea because he explains it very beautifully. This is what he says. He says that God, he didn't want to write the Torah in such a way that it was clear to anyone who wanted to read it. But rather, God wanted to write the Torah in such a way that it would be completely unclear, opaque, and in such a way that it would be necessary to be given along with it an oral explanation, something that there would be a tradition that would come along with it, that it would be clear that it came from God himself, who is the one who wrote the Torah. For example, he says, he brings our example, which was the Tefillin, also brings the example of mezuzah, these two concepts, other things like this, that there's a commandment to, to create these things, to, to place the tefillin on one's head, place the mezuzah on one's door. But it doesn't say exactly in the Torah itself what is their concept, how one writes it, what it has to be written inside of them. However, the truth is that God specifically went and hid these ideas for some reason that's known to him, as we said. However, God gave over the explanation, the tradition, to Moses. He gave it to him orally. And from him, it was given over as a tradition to the sages in each generation. And with this tradition, so then we can understand what the Torah really means, what the Torah really wants from us. And that's how we're able to figure out what the mitzvahs are, what God wants from us, what God wants with each of the mitzvahs.